This Indianapolis Colts betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports has given away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, it's Peyton Manning, and you're listening to SGPN. Let's rock. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, contra- controversial episode loading. I, oh, I think wow. it's safe to say con- could be a controversial episode. <laughs> we, we could have some controversial takes. Well, Ryan, Ryan uh, came into the studio oh. and he was just like, oh, Oh, these these bombs! I'm about to drop on these Indianapolis Colts. You were you were comparing it to Oppenheimer. You were just uh, going to I, completely I did I did destroy all of the uh, all of these innocent Colts victims with your massive truth bombs. I feel like I was mostly addressing it to the fantasy community, overlaid with the new Colts fans who came from the fantasy community. Ah, you see what I'm doing? So here? everyone hopping on the Anthony Richardson bandwagon. Uh, you 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 have some truth bombs you're looking to drop on the Colts fans. Kramer, we're doing it. Uh, 32 NFL team betting previews going team by team. We got the Cardinals, we got the Bucks, we got the Texans, we got the Commanders, we got the Rams, and now we have the Colts. Interesting team. And of course, before we get into that, shout out to the Patreon. Uh, shout out to everyone doing their part, hopping in, joining the war against corporate gambling. I mean, come on. You know how you know how annoyed Ryan gets when uh, someone what not wearing socks gives out fantasy football advice on the TV. You are helping take them down. You're helping support SGPN. I know I appreciate it. Kramer appreciates it. Helps keep the lights on, and you guys get some sweet content. The bonus ad free episode with the SGPN behind the scenes stories. We're going to be posting uh, episodes from our archive, weekly contests, uh, pick them DFS, which are free, exclusive merch, access. To the pick sheet, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Patreon and the Discord only uh, Patreon channel as well. I mean, just so many. You'd be crazy not to, Ryan. A true plus EV opportunity. Yeah. Uh, not, not only, I mean, I, I'm, I'm already scheming up all sorts of uh, a fun things for us to yes. talk about, but also some fun things we can uh, give out via content. Oh, I, and I got a couple cause I think obviously it's going to be cash gift cards, memorabilia, but I think like personal memorabilia stuff mm. is, is really uh, pretty cool here as well. So stay tuned to that and so hop at the Patreon. I, I don't want to get people excited, but I, I might have found a extra Autograph draft day two poster. What? I might have might have found that oh, somewhere. No. So that I mean, 
We'll see. That feels like maybe an NFL weekly contest victory type yeah. deal. Yeah. Save for save for the big regular one. regular season. Excuse me. So the Colts, twenty twenty two, four twelve and one uh, against the spread <laughs> six and eleven. Wait, that's not how we start. We agreed. Twenty twenty two, Jeff Saturday. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so I well, I was gonna walk through the the numbers. Win total was ten. Underperformed oh. by six wins, which is oh. pretty pretty hard to do in the NFL. We both had the under. We had you had eight and nine. I had nine and eight. We didn't imagine a great year, but again, I you know, looking at these numbers, trying to wrap your head around it was really tough because. Jeff Saturday coached eight of their games. He was one and seven. He won that Raiders game, and I think we were both on the money line uh, for the Colts there because they were going to rally around him. One and seven, thirty second in point differential. Obviously, super negative. He almost got rehired. That's how crazy and fucked up Jim Irsay is. Well, he did a good job. I, I I was debating with you. Who is the worst coach all time? If Jeff Saturday never gets hired again, is it him or Urban Meyer? I think everyone thought Urban Meyer. Urban, but Meyer, Urban Meyer won three games. Urban Meyer because Urban Meyer was an elite high highest paid coach in the league, basically elite hire, expected to win right away, transform a franchise, and he didn't make it a season. Mm. I think not making it a season. Saturday made it to the end of the season. I understand he started in the middle of the season, but also people had expectations for Urban Meyer. I don't. Did you? Who had expectations outside of Jim Irsay <laughs> and all of Jeff Saturday's I, I media get, friends? Well, and it was. <laughs> We're so everyone, proud of you, everyone Jeff. Everyone was shitting on him so hard for hiring him, <laughs> and then it was weird. The media's torn just because he's been talking about football and never coached before <laughs> doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to be there. He's a leader of men. It's like guys, if they're. If there is a fan base in the National Football League that approaches their their team like a youth soccer team filled with their sons or daughters, mm. it's the Indianapolis Colts. Really? It's the it's the true Midwestern approach to rooting for your football team. Um, quick, get at to, least the Vikings. I mean, because because again, the, <laughs> he led up that historic comeback by the Vikings. I mean, there were some weird ass games in this cold season. There was that Vikings comeback. There was that 12, nine win against the Broncos. There was of course that opening day tie against the Texans. I mean, 32nd in DVOA, 32nd offensive DVOA defense, not bad. 14th in defensive DVOA estimated wins 4.4 Pythag wins 4.7. And that was with a pretty easy schedule. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. I, I, nothing you said is inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. Yeah. Uh, I think you, you, you failed to mention a couple things from last sure. year. I think one, we, we normally you're a man who loves the tout. Uh, some of us in the media were wondering why everyone was so excited about Matt Ryan. Some of us asked, oh, we were was Matt Ryan really an upgrade Matt over Ryan. Carson Wentz? Matt Ryan had 28 turnovers <laughs> in 12 games. Wow, that I did led not to realize. five defensive touchdowns. I did have that one. So th that's what's th again. That's what's crazy about this Colts team. They had outlier after outlier situations. You look at their wins. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both teams, obviously, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Jags had a playoff win, but they played the Eagles oh. really tough. Uh, and maybe, obviously, the Eagles probably overlooking them, but they needed like a yeah. a clutch drive in the fourth quarter to win that game. They uh, played Pittsburgh really tough. They played the Vikings really tough. 
They were also though, on the other side, one in four in games where they had a win probability of 70%. So that's horrible. But then also you do have to get to a point where your win probability is 70%. Their schedule is interesting too, because they only Sean, have seven uh, well, true road well, games. Well, stick on to that prob yeah. win probability thing. Cause it's yeah. It's not just that they had a 70% win probability. They had that 70% win probability halfway through the fourth quarter or later. <laughs> yeah. Now they're also, they were also Owen two in games in which the win probability ticked up to 80% in that same range, which by the way, do you know what the NFL completion percentage is on those, those types of situations, the win rate for the rest of the NFL, all NFL teams that had an 80% win probability in the fourth quarter. They won 89% of the games. You know how many of the Colts won? 0%. So yeah, they weren't <laughs> so closers. So there there is some there is some outlier stuff, they right? Weren't closers. Where there is some stuff that would say, "Hey, they're due for regression," but then there's a bunch of other stuff where it's it just they're they're one of the trickier teams. Uh, the defense again, not as bad as you would think. 10th in yards um uh yards per strength. play allowed and 13th in EPA. So they did and that's what without Shaq Leonard, a big part 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 of the season. Shaq Leonard is back. He did uh he did play all this. He did basically have a full go at practice. We'll see. Again, he's kind of um kind of one of those guys that's always perpetually hurt, but almost almost like a poor man's T.J. Watt. He when matters. he's in their lineup, he's a difference maker. Well, and, and the uh, the bigger mention here is that they lost the the slight redundancy they had last year, which is Bobby Okereke, who signed a decent contract, point, contract to come to the Giants. Why, why don't you bring up? Uh, can we bring up the yeah, key uh, additions, key losses? Uh, talk a little bit about their the. Uh, Departures, well, Matt Ryan. Well, last thing I'll say about <laughs> last lost year. Matt Ryan. Oh, oh, last thing though, because that thirty-second offense, Sean, they did so without really losing anyone to injury. Third fewest games so lost again, to injury. And look at the other. Look at the other crazy regression factor. Uh, league worse in minus thirteen in turnover differential. Well, like, and some of that I think is probably explainable with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Like that Matt Ryan was really We bad. told you last year Matt Ryan sucks. And, and it it's tough because sometimes we do these like radio station tours and uh oh. we do some in Indy in Indiana oh, and like we, Indianapolis we, go. we just so, happen to know some people so in Indy. Yeah, they're just like, All right, uh, plug and play, Matt Ryan clearly better than Carson Wentz this year. Like, I don't know about that. They were very excited. Again, I didn't think I didn't think four what, which, four twelve which accentuates one. that thirty second pass block win rate and things like that. So obviously you can argue like the pendulum just swung really hard yeah. and you can argue like, well, well the defense wasn't so bad. So maybe they take the step forward. Uh, we look at the key, the, the additions and the losses and what stands out to me right away is they, they added, they lost Paris Campbell who was probably their, their second best receiver last year and had kind of a breakout year. <laughs> Now on the Giants. <laughs> See what I did there, Sean? I was like, why is he so high up? So oh, okay. I, I think they the bring in Isaiah McKenzie. That's that's probably a slight downgrade. There. Okay, Bashard Perryman. Uh okay. you know, I again I think I think Alec Pierce is okay. I think Michael Pittman's uh solid. I mean, his over unders for catches is 75 and a half. That's just smash under. Uh, Jelani Woods. I I think there's some interesting stuff at the tight end position. I do think uh, Stefan Gilmore losing him. I think hurts. I think Rodney McLeod uh, was a you know replacement level safety draft pick. So obviously you haven't even mentioned Anthony Richardson. Ryan shock in the world taking Anthony Richardson fourth overall. They also got um, receiver Josh Downs, um, Blake 
Freeland for the offensive line. I again, Evan Hull, who's interesting, I, especially if if Taylor's holding out or whatever's going on. This, you think you think Taylor's holding well, out? Well, the second J.K. Dobbins went from injured <laughs> to holding out, I'm uh, running backs. Maybe this was the other Zoom call. Well, there was a yeah. <laughs> maybe there's another Taylor, Zoom call. Little, uh, you know, little. Um, well, if you're a running back, don't you just hold out with two years left now? Don't you just start doing that move? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are you gonna do? You got to <laughs> play the game. It's stupid, but you got to figure out a way to play the game. Well, and Ryan, um, Jim Irsay clearly not standing with hashtag All RBs Matter because he tweeted out. I don't know if you saw yeah. this just like an hour ago. NFL running back situation. We have negotiated a CBA oh, that took years go. of effort and hard work and compromise and good faith by both sides to say now that a specific player category wants another negotiation after the facts is inappropriate. Some would say that's operating in bad faith. And uh, Jonathan Taylor's uh, agent quote tweeted that and said, bad faith is not paying your top offensive player. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation because Ursay is right. Uh, unfortunately yeah. for the league, everyone got smart all at once. Because what you needed was you needed the Browns to be in there and be like, oh, fully guaranteed <laughs> contract. But no one was willing to do that with running backs. Oh, anymore. Ryan, we have breaking news. Oh, what happened? What happened? We have a new segment on the show. Most likely oh. DGen. Uh Kramer and I will reveal our most likely oh. uh DGen, aka the person on the Colts most likely to be busted by the NFL for gambling. So it's again, it's after an the recording date. Uh, it's yes, it's an interesting <laughs> handicap. And uh, shout out to listener Kaysen, uh for uh, pitching this on the idea. Great idea. We will reveal it at the end when we give out some of our best bets. Uh, but Bills Mafia DJ, can I get Jim Ursay as most likely DJ? Um, I don't know. I mean, being a, a billionaire cokehead who obviously likes to do weird shit in the bathroom. Mm. That that to me that that doesn't make you a DJ. I don't want to associate with that. I mean, by all accounts, the story is true that Josh McDaniels didn't take the job because Jim Irsay creeped out his wife so much. <laughs> Josh McDaniels are already a weird guy. You're telling wait, me, Irsay wait, was oh yeah, because Josh McDaniels said, basically had said, the job and then he back. bailed out last second, and then Frank Reich came yeah. in and uh, and swooped and in. gave uh, the Eagles a bunch of picks for Carson Wentz. Yeah, Fucking oh man, so, so uh, all right. So we kind of digress there, but. We were discussing the players coming in and going out. Yeah, and I think one one thing to note, I, like I think for the most part, you know, the the moves on offense are just really it's Anthony Richardson. They tried to plug some gaps. Uh, I think people are crossing their fingers and hoping that the offensive linemen are going to suddenly get better. Well, well, and and we haven't even mentioned Shane Steichen either. Obviously, having a new head coach, new head coach. And new quarterback, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. That that formula. Not a new DC though. Inter always, always interesting when you when you see the DC get well, held and over. and I was gonna say Ryan uh, kind of fl flew under my radar until until researching the team, but we have a Cooter sighting, Jim oh. Bob Cooter, who I thought did a pretty good job as an OC for the Lions. He is the offensive coordinator. Little nugget here: since 2010, among first round quarterbacks who started at least nine games their rookie season, four of the of top five. Best rookie EPA seasons came from quarterbacks who use their legs a lot. Dak, RG three, Russell Wilson, and Cam Newton. So I, I say those names again. Dak, Dak, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, RG three, <laughs> Cam Newton. 
I mean, I guess uh, you're trying to sell me. <laughs> here's the thing. I think if you're optimistic about the Colts, it's all that regression stuff. It's Anthony Richardson using his legs. It's um, read option stuff. And I do think Jonathan Taylor could be prime for a big season, uh, assuming there's no sort of weird holdout or injury stuff. He's holding out. I do think there could be a. I think there could be a good season for him. Uh, digging deeper in the offensive line, uh, ETR has them ranked twenty fourth. It's not good. Not good. Bad but they, tackles. It's eh, not good. Here's what I do like. You know who their offensive line coach is, Ryan? Give it to me. Friend of the program, Tony Sperano, mm. aka the good. head coach of the Dolphins mm. when they won thirty eight to thirteen oh, in wow. two thousand eight, debuting the Wildcat against the Patriots week three, aka. All time bailout for your boy Sean stacking the money green plus five hundred on the money line. What a fun day to be in a sports book. Is it Sperano or Sperano Junior? Oh no, I think it's Tony Sperano. Okay, just making sure. I I thought I had read that their staff was insanely young. I'll double check. If he's if, if he's the if he's the old guy on staff too, that's kind of funny. Maybe he's Ursay's gopher. He goes down. Oh no, my- you're right. It's it's Junior. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> wow, he's got an amazing goatee. Yeah, <laughs> second, we're getting old. Second well, yeah, generation Apple guys. falls far from the tree, so or doesn't fall far uh, from the tree. But the last, and, and we got the odds up on the screen. So I mean, again, you you mentioned the improvement in wins potentially. At least yeah. he fits the category. They did win four last year, so even going up two wins would still go under six and a half. Uh, they're three sixty to make the playoffs, minus four fifty to miss, six to one to win the division. Hate that. Yeah, I hate that division. Seventy race. to one to win the conference, one hundred to one to win the Super Bowl. Let me so back to where, where I was getting to. I think the, the thesis on offense that ever, that I keep listening to is okay. Uh, we didn't really change much, even if you believe that McKenzie and Paris Campbell are equals. Uh, we're basically saying we're going to run back the same offensive line, but because we have Anthony Richardson and a smart offensive coordinator, we're not going to get our quarterback crushed. We're not going to get a rookie quarterback crushed. Yeah. Then I listen. I think in like then it, I listen to a lot of what the people around the team are saying, and they're saying that this is the, Gardner Minshew has a equal shot to be starting Week One as Anthony Richardson. And if I, if that's the case, then I think. Oof. So then I flip over to the defensive side of the ball, and you mentioned it, right? This is a different team when Shaq Leonard's off the off the field. Okarigate played well for them last year, so much so the Giants backed up the truck from and paid him Saquon Barkley money. <laughs> All right, they lose that. Then they go ahead and they lose Stephon Gilmore, which maybe not a big deal, but we always talk about cluster injuries. Yeah. And guess what? Guess who got suspended for gambling for a year? Isaiah Rogers, a guy yeah. who was penciled in to be the starter opposite of whoever was going to replace Gilmore. So you lose a couple cornerbacks to already a weak group. I, I don't know where all the hype is get coming from. And then, oh, by the way. Have we watched Anthony Richardson throw a football? Because the people, <laughs> the people at camp, they're saying the flashy plays are there, but the inconsistency, the incompletions, the the, the mid to short accuracy issues are all there. Then they talk to me about, hey, guess what? Back to the offensive line. You know how you're going to help your offensive line? You're going to have a guy who can beat pressure with his legs. Yeah. Do you know? Anthony Richardson's AKA AR 15, AKA a guy who could barely win six games in the sec when he was pressured in college, 
Do you already know this stat? No, I'm just when laughing he was, at your yelling. I, because this is annoying to me. I listen to smart people completely ignore this very basic fact. In college, when he was pressured, he only generated a positive EPA on a quarter of those plays. One out of four. That was good for ninth in the SEC. What if he can't beat pressure? We're comparing him to Jalen Hurts, who was an elite player who produced on the field in college and by all accounts is a next letter level leader. He wasn't a raw project. He wasn't a raw project. Shane Steichen worked with with Justin Herbert. He wasn't a raw project. As we saw, he wasn't even supposed to start. They stabbed Tyrod bang. He's out there slinging darts. So I don't get this. I I don't get any of this. You, you, you're on a different algorithm because I don't see anyone hyping. Really? You don't hear people talking about what they're going to be a good team because Anthony Richardson's going to be the cure because they're going to run the ball. They're not going to have the offensive line problems of last year. They're not going to have the, uh, what what am I missing? Why is this not one of the worst teams in the league again? No, I I think they're I think they have They didn't bring Jalen Hurts with them. I think they have that floor certainly. I do think Anthony Richardson, I would Bet that he would be the day one starter. Wow, but I think they're very gonna, composed right now. No, I think they're going to make him. I I don't. I'm not as angry about the Colts as you are. I think they gonna, got no pressure last year. They <laughs> lost in Gakwe. They I, don't have a pass rush. They don't have quarterbacks. Quid, I, I like Quiddy Pay. I think he's a decent pass rusher. I, here's what I think bails him out. Third easy. Didn't he get suspended for gambling? Quiddy Pay, or was that just the guy we guessed? No, I don't think Quiddy Pay got suspended. If he did, I missed that. Not yet. Well, maybe he's my most likely <laughs> yeah, DJ. Come on, Ryan. All right, sorry. Uh, anyway, I don't uh, see any quitty pay okay. uh, gambling suspension. <laughs> Holy shit! I, sorry, I just got completely sidetracked and noticed that we both locked up missed playoffs last year plus one twenty. No, there you go. There we go. Um, what was I getting at? Oh, I do think their schedule third easiest by win oh, totals, okay. Ryan. So I, I think they have. And shout out to the chat for debating who's going to be the uh, week one starter, SGPN Fantasy Football, pointing out 1.6 interception rate with 930 plus attempts for um, Gardner Minshew, I think, right? Uh, I'm assuming that stat is because that yeah. doesn't sound like a Anthony Richardson uh, type stat. He also gave out uh, SGPN Fantasy Football Richardson under on passing yards oh. 27 to uh, 2,725. Oh my God! Um, so yeah, Steichen also and worked, a half interceptions. Steichen also worked with G- Gardner Minshew, as they're pointing out in the chat. I just would be surprised because Shane Steichen went out of his way to say, "I believe in developing a quarterback on the field. I think that's how you develop. I don't think you learn from sitting." Is what he said. Now there's a chance to your point. Beautiful that he he Beautiful. doesn't he doesn't he isn't up to speed, isn't figuring it out. And has to learn on the field, and it's a it's a complete disaster. But even looking at these spreads, like I, yeah, I think the Colts are. I I don't like. I can't talk myself into the division or even make playoffs. You're, you're right to say they have an easy game or easy yeah. schedule. They have only seven true road games. That they have a yeah. London game. They 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 play teams that are greatly disadvantaged. They have teams on back-to-back road spots. They have play the Jags after they play so, two games so, in London. So, so like, just looking at this. Looking at the uh, and shout out to the uh, production team, beautiful uh, graphic over here, youtubecom podcast. Looking at the spreads for a team that has a six and a half point win total, um, they are only favored twice or maybe three if you count the Bucks. They're a half point favorite, but they're only 
they're only a dog of a touchdown or more twice in the season. And a lot of these spreads are like two and a half, three and a half, two and a half. Again, I'm not high on them, but I think because of the way things break schedule wise, I think you know, 11 and, spreads. And, and, and I do think Anthony Richardson is somewhat interesting in fantasy, probably a little hyped up ADP because of his rushing ability. I, you could even, I, you can talk me into the idea that he, he closes the season with some, some nice games in meaningless battles. But I, I just, yeah, I don't, I, I just, the rushing floor for him, I think is going to be pretty high. I think they're going to be designing rushes for him. And when you have a good running back, like Jonathan Taylor, they help each other out. Yeah. You have to be able to throw the ball though. And there's a possibility. They just can't throw the ball. They didn't, they didn't have time last year. You know how many times Pittman cost caught three balls, 15 yards down the field yeah. all season because they didn't have an offensive line. They didn't improve the offensive line. I mean, sure. Matt Pryor is not the tackle anymore, but you know where their left tackle ranked 28th out of 32. Yeah, no, I mean, again, that's, I, I was pounding the table saying Matt Pryor was not a starting left tackle last year. He was coming over from the Eagles. Um, yeah, yeah so to your point. Yeah, the the offensive line. I think if they get in some third and longs, they're really going to be in trouble. Couple other n- nuggets on the schedule: all games on Sunday, eleven games, Sean. Eleven games where th- the spread is between three. Yeah. So to your point, a lot of coin flip games there. At least early. Now to your point, if if we're talking about team to completely bottom out, team to have the least amount of wins. Yeah, this Colts team you may want to uh, to hang around. I, I I was going back and forth. I think Anthony Richardson to me is interesting fantasy wise a little bit, like maybe your second quarterback in best ball. But no, I understand the upside case. It's the same case as Trey Lance. Now I understand the difference between Trey. Well, Anthony Richardson's going to be playing this uh, season, Sean. I I don't want to date our show here, <laughs> but Niners camp opened up and they they weren't allowed to film. But Trey Lance was looking electric. <laughs> I just you heard it here first. I, but that's how it is with these guys. These got the, the big arm, athletic. They're gonna be able to make a flashy play. And and you know I I heard someone make the comment that uh, Shane Steichen brought. Uh, I, I believe I was listening to shout out Katie Mox on the Pick Six podcast. But I think they were discussing the idea that Shane Steichen runs like a basketball style offense with threes and layups. And Jalen Hurts had a lot of low, like a lot of uh, easy stuff, and then the, the big shots down the field. And yeah, let's let's just put that in Anthony Richardson's lap. <laughs> I, I just don't. It's I think I think it's Shane so Steichen. disrespectful to the quarter, the other quarterbacks that he's worked with. Anthony Richardson is a raw project that can throw the ball really far. If Jamarcus Russell worked out, so he could have been Anthony Richardson. You're saying he's going to be like Malik Willis this year? That's your projection. I I mean. All right, so Malik Willis had moments of looking great in college and winning games together at the same time. Well, he also played at Liberty. Okay. Not right. I'm just saying. It's not like Anthony Richardson was losing to uh, again. This is I I am I am blown away <laughs> that people think that he is going to be productive enough and make this offense good enough that it's going to erase all these other problems. And so let, should we go through the schedule? I think, and I think the Colts organization, like I was on the Colts subreddit, um, 
I think they're fine being horrible this year because they they like Anthony Richardson or at least they're buying in. So it's just the nerds. I'm too I'm too yeah, into the nerds Ryan, right your, now. Your algorithm is is just jacked by these fantasy. I, I haven't even heard of anyone in the betting community who likes that. Everyone likes the Colts as the dark horse in the division. The way to fade the Jags. If you're not on the Jag, it's like a it's an easy flow chart. If you're a nerd <laughs> who's young and getting into football betting, you either love the Jags. You love the Jags, but yeah, sprinkle a little bit on Anthony Richardson down here because that ceiling—it's immense. It's so high. All right, I, I need to let's just get through the schedule. I'm, All I right, made my point pretty fucking Brian. clear. Brian, we oh oh wow, you faked we faked Speaking everyone of, out. No, I, we do the read at the same time every I, time. I'm glad it's no longer me that's going to get faked out. Speaking of the schedule, our schedule August 24th to the 26th. You know where we're going to be. Circus Sports for the ultimate contest weekend. That's right. Come out, hang out with us, sign up for the Circuit Millions. $6 million guaranteed. Sign up for the Circus Survivor. $8 million guaranteed in prizes. I think your office pool is fun. Imagine a survivor pool where you can win $8 million. Are you kidding me? Hang out with the great Derek Stevens. Enjoy the mecca of sports gambling. I, if you're listening to the show, you're a big sports gambler and you owe yourself bucket list experience to go out there, see the screens in person, see the beautiful stadium swim in person. It's uh, it's really just awesome. Contests are super fun. Sign up in Vegas, play from anywhere. Circusports.com for all the details. Nice work. All right. Week one, which I I actually I got so into researching this team, aka got angry. I wanted to remind everyone, week one, they got the Jags. Well, guess what? Colts Colts week one. They've lost eight in a row, Sean. Oh yeah, that was their nugget last year. Uh, auto fade. <laughs> nah, next. Well, some of that was Frank Reich, and I'll save some Frank Reich nuggets, but he starts off really seasons really bad. Wait, I ha- wait this is just in. Uh also uh Owen six straight up and against the spread versus the Jags. Yeah, I uh oh division dogs, interesting, but yeah, keep going. All right. At Texans, at Ravens, back to back road spot right there. Probably the the only schedule disadvantage they really have all year will be this back to back road spot in uh in Baltimore and then you have Rams at home. All right. I, I mean I see all right, here would be my like counter argument to this is an easy start. I'd rather have this be in the middle or the end of the season. Yeah, I guess though, if you are starting the rookie, you want to give him he needs confidence. You need some wins. You need people buying in. So I need the offensive line to get some reps. I mean, I, I need to see I I I think this is a tough schedule. I mean, I think they lose obviously week one. We're not gonna we're not gonna get too hard Ooh, into that. I don't know. We just they're, they haven't won week one in over almost a decade. It's Frank Reich. Oh, you're saying it, it's an irrelevant trend? No, I think you look at Frank Reich. It, I think it's more a Frank Reich trend, but hmm. maybe there's something to it. We'll what dig, about we'll the, what about the dominance of the Jags over the Colts? That's a strong. That's a strong angle on the flow chart. So what do you got? Uh, I think one and three. Okay. Um, and that, but that zero oh and four is possible. Worth noting that Houston, um, I think the flow chart suggests that uh, Indy does in fact beat Houston. So 
Uh, uh, oh, and four. Okay. Wow. Titans. And this is the first time they'll be favored Titans at home at Jags Brown. See why they, they, why are they pandering to the Colts and giving them the Jags game early? So they can't blow the season <laughs> on a random road, road Jags game in week 17 or 18 uh, at Jags Browns and then saints. And by the way, I think the, I believe the Browns and the saints here are both on a back to back. Oh, so Cleveland's on the front end of a back to back. New Orleans is on the back end of a, Oh no, I misread that. All right. So three home games. Uh, definitely some winnable spots. Two two narrow spreads. I, I'm I, I guess I'm going to give Jacksonville the sweep because Jacksonville owns Indy. Mm. Although my other my, the the more recent data really does kind of suggest that uh, at home Indy's been not horrible versus Jack. I'll say they get maybe they get one here. Do they get one here? Yeah, I mean, oh and four. I'm not well, as well, but Cleveland. That's that's wet down spot city. Yeah, and again, teams overlook the the Colts. This is weird because I I think the Saints game, the Browns. Hmm. I, I like I love the Titans as a, getting points there. Week five may have to hammer that one right now. I'm gonna say one and three. Okay, I I will join you so I don't seem like a complete uh, nut job here. Then at Panthers. Patriots in Germany, where the Patriots are a very popular team, very very popular. Surprise, Brady. Surprising how popular they are. And then uh, Bucks, or the sorry, by week eleven, then Bucks in a virtual pick'em, and at Titans. See again, like Bucks and Titans are two teams that we've already. Um, so like, yeah, like who are you? Who are you picking? Oh no, we haven't, we haven't hit on the Titans. Titans I, is uh, I, Friday. I feel like we already did the Titans, but I realized that's just me talking up the Titans um, on every outlet I, I'm on. I do like how we knock out three quarters <laughs> of the AFC South in the first week of previews. <laughs> I'm going to go one and three again. I think either the Panther, I think they beat the Panthers, maybe the bucks, but I, I like the, I like the bucks more than the market does. So I'll go one and three again. I think they, uh, yeah, I, I do kind of sense they ran. Maybe they'll randomly beat the Titans here. I uh, throw that schedule back up because I think I, again, like I think there's a, is it the Bucks then? There's, there's some of these bad teams, are, or that's what it is. Bucks are on a back-to-back road spot, so you know, not not optimal. And when, and Colts are coming off a so bye. That, that's a very winnable spot. I'll I'll say they get two here. Oh two wow, two. two out of nowhere, Ryan. Well, Panthers also. So you have got a them three and nine. We got three and nine. Again, rookie quarterback and rookie head coach is just—it's just impossible to dominate. Who wins the Frank Reich revenge spot? That'll be fun to talk about. All right. So, I, what am I at then? Three. three wins? We're both three and nine. Oh wow! We I, you I caught up at ba- all right week fourteen at Bengals Steelers at home at Falcons Raiders at home Texans. At home, so I'm going to go two and three. I think they maybe get a little bit of momentum here late. I I like the Steelers. Don't like the Falcons. They don't play. Not a big Raiders guy. Not a big Texans guy. So I think they can win two of these. I, I mean, back to back home games against the Raiders and Texans. 
I didn't note this, but they do not go out. The Bengals game is the only time they go outside in the cold after the bye. Assuming it's not cold in Tennessee when they play that game. So that I mean, I, I don't know if that's good or Wait, bad. Oh, you're right, because they have the Steelers at home, yeah. at Falcons in a dome, Raiders at home, Texans at home. It's almost like this team isn't gonna be a dome team though, and I I wonder if that like they're going to be a smash mouth team. I don't think playing on a, a turf field. They almost need to trade uh, teams with Buffalo, where the Buffalo oh, Bills. That's a good call. They need to play in a dome, and the Colts need to play outdoors. That's, all right, so you finished up. Wait, what'd you go last five? Uh, last five, I went two and three because they the back to back homes. You know, three out of four home games at the Falcons. I think I think you can win a couple of those. So I got them five and twelve, which feels realistic. I all right. So Jeff Saturday was really bad. I know that's two wins. So they improve <laughs> on Jeff Saturday. Well, they they ended up going four twelve and one. So slight improvement. What did I get? Five and five no. and twelve. Oh, so did you go two and three? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you are officially at five and twelve, as well. I, I kind of want to be lower though. Well, and then again, that's why we can play some of these fun props now. You, Fewest wins. Colts fourteen to one. You know what? So this team could be really fucking bad. Yeah, I'm like, going to save I'm going to save my fewest wins for a team coming up, but I do like them for well, We can't give out multiple fewest No, you teams. can. You can. I'm just saying I'm going to save mine. Uh I do like them for last winless team. If you if you could bring up the schedule one more time. Wait, last team to get a win? Last Are you saying for them to be undefeated? Last winless. Oh yeah, team. sorry, I, so I misheard you. Yeah, 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 Eighteen you. to one for them to be the last winless team, because again, Jags they could lose that game at Texans. I think again, I had them going one and three. Uh, at Ravens is impossible. I like the Rams. I like the Titans at Jags. Browns at home they could lose that game. Saints mm, at home. Huh? I mean, they could. Uh, what week do we? Th- last year was week f- by week five. I think we were done. Yeah. It was quick, or maybe it was like week four. It was really quick. So again, I I think those first six games, they're only favored once, and it's one and a half against the Titans, who I like better. So that's not a bad bet. Uh, again, that to me is a fun way correlated with fewest wins. Yeah, that definitely is. I I think I think what gets them out of the fewest wins is they have no incentive to tank. They have a soft schedule at those last. That last home stretch, the three out of the four home games, usually a rookie quarterback. You, know, you get some steam late, so. Well, let's just like play. Let's play this game for a little. Okay. Like Gardner Minshew was great for a start, and then it was just like that was it, and that was in the best of scenarios behind the Eagles' offensive line, with the Eagles' weapons, and with Shane Steichen, and with Steichen. Steichen. What do I? Steichem? You're doing the old Steichem? guy. Steichem. All right. Steichem. I like that. Like, st- like Steichem. Yeah. That's Shane what you Steichem. keep. That's what you I'm keep calling, calling him. Sean's, Sean's I don't, Shane I, Steichem. Steichem. Shane Steichem. There's an E in there, Rod. Shane Steichem. Okay. All right. So, but what if what if they're what if what if they're really bad and Anthony Richardson is a complete colossal, not ready, and it it is Gardner Minshew. How many so to wins? start the season? No, you're saying. all year. Oh, okay, that's impossible. Barring, why? Why? Why are we so sure this guy isn't that raw? Like, what? What but, part of this? But help me understand. Okay, 
again, I'm going off what Shane Steichen said. You have Jim Irsay. You saw what Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay doesn't have a ton of patience with quarterbacks. Jim Irsay drafted Anthony Richardson. Jim Irsay wants to see Anthony Richardson play some goddamn football. Yeah. There is no way, barring injury, that Anthony Richardson doesn't get a start this season. And I would bet that he was the odds-on favorite to get Week One. I think the Gardner Minshew starting stuff is the light of fire under him. No, no, that's fine. So then he starts and he's just not ready. And you like right. so much so I you like, have to that's take why him I like off the last field. winless team. But so much so you have to take him off the field. And it's Gardner Minshew. That, that could be possible. And that's why I'm not betting them fewest wins because if they do decide to bring in Minshew at some point, which I think I think I think he's going to start and I think he's going to have an incredibly long leash. Incredibly long. But you're right. There is a point where you would have to take him out. But usually, usually that happens if you're also in right, a playoff let, run or at least hanging around for that seventh. We just spot. this just happened, right? And so, like, if he starts out zero and seven, there, there's no point in benching him because what are you do? What are you doing there? Oh, but then the, then you're in that out case, of the playoffs. wins is a lock because he's so bad. I like what if he's Zach Wilson, but instead of surrounded by a roster full of talent. He was surrounded by the Colts. Okay. I I don't know if I have no I I don't know if Anthony I know Anthony Richardson can throw it further than Zach Wilson and I know that Anthony Richardson isn't interested in my mom. <laughs> but I don't know that he's going to be able to do anything else better than Zach Wilson. And so I I don't think people are observing the floor. This team, this team will not be able to rush the passer. They won't be able to defend defend receivers. Well, and Zach Wilson, I mean, uh, rookie year, he played he played thirteen games, and I think the was he was he benched those last four, or was it just because of uh, injury? I thought it was how many just games he did they games. win? He was three and ten. Okay, feels like the ceiling. For it feels like you're trying to argue with me, but I'm not. No, no, no. I'm saying I feels I, like the ceiling. I'm making right. my point. So you're you're making you're you're completing my point by saying three and ten. If Anthony Richardson goes three and ten this year, I will not be surprised. Much like I wasn't surprised when Justin Fields went three three and fourteen last. Well, year. much like that, uh, Justin Fields went three and fourteen, but still had a lot of value as a as a fantasy yeah, yeah, football yeah, quarterback. Yeah. And Justin Fields, I think I have much more respect as a, the potential to be an NFL quarterback than hmm. I do Anthony Richardson. You can imagine where that puts Anthony Richardson. Bills Mafia DGen in the chat pointing out lock up under two and a half division wins plus one thirty. Uh, that see that's weird. The AFC South is a weird division. Not fucking with the AFC South. <laughs> I don't weird. have my flow chart in front. Of I got. I do have it in front of me. I do have one positive. Uh, so I'm on the under six and a half wins. Last winless team at uh 18 to 1 one one I, positive that um that uh cereal our our our, our boy cereal uh, put in ca- the chat noted cowboys fan noted cowboys fan now i don't like this market in general but mm. 95 to 1 oh god colts <laughs> to have a rushing touchdown in every game no get the fuck out of here uh, it's they're, 95 they're getting, to 1 they're getting shut out this year okay well they, maybe you can play the shutouts over under my only concern is that the defense sucks and you get a little Justin Fields at the end of the year. And I just think I think Steichen <laughs> is going to be I think between Jonathan Taylor, design runs and QB sneaks, 
uh, which I think Anthony Richardson, if you want to say most likely to get uh, involved in a tush push, Anthony Richardson is right up there. What if he's not good at it? I mean, he, he we don't know that he's, he's a giant dude. I don't. There's no way he squats 600 pounds like Jalen Hurts. That's true. He did. Dude, wasn't I, he like, the guy that cleaned it, up the chairs? Like you're being disrespectful to Jalen Hurts to suggest that Anthony Richardson's also rare breed. I did. That's what you're doing. I've never That's what you're said doing. that. Cl- you I've never this. said that. Sean Sean thinks that Anthony Richardson <laughs> is a better prospect than Jalen. No, I never said that. Well, he probably is, he's but he's six, not. A, he's not a. He's six four, two forty five, and Shane Steichen isn't a fucking idiot. No. So they're gonna call some QB sneaks. That's what I'm saying. To your point, he probably he won't convert at insane efficiency, but I still think they're gonna get some rushing touchdowns. Seventy five to one, or sorry, ninety five to one, is Every a great <laughs> bet. Thank you, Serial. What do you think the single game price is on that? What do you mean? Oh, them to rush for a touchdown in in, a, in any single game. Oh, okay. So you're gonna do like the mechanical one game at a time. Yeah, I, it's probably not. It's probably like what plus one hundred. So it's like a seventeen team parlay. Yeah, probably, probably better than ninety five. <laughs> no, again, well, play it mechanically if you can find that. Uh, Colts are uh, forty <laughs> to one to go winless. Nah. Any interest there? Nah, mm. they'll figure out a win. Do you have any player props? No, because again, obviously, fantasy wise, I think um, Taylor's interesting, but again, with the potential holdout, the offensive line stuff, I'd I'd rather just kind of take him as a discount in best ball, and then that's that's my stake on him. Under eight hundred and a half yards, or under seventy five and a half catches for Pittman. Which one do you like better? I would say the uh, catches, catches, because yeah. it it's an efficiency thing. To your point, I think they would struggle with efficiency. Uh, you could counter by saying, you know, if the line's that bad, they're going to have struggle pushing the ball down the field and it might be a yardage thing and they might do a bunch of bubble screen stuff. But well, according to the people in the know that they, they, it seems like that is what uh, Mr. Stakem wants to run. He wants, mm. he wants to, I mean, that is the strength, right? He can throw a nice deep ball. I'll give him that, but he can't do anything on Like he can't do the, the stuff that most NFL quarterbacks have to do, which is complete the ball 15 yards down the field, <laughs> 10 yards down the field. And so, yeah, I guess, I, I guess maybe I'll be wrong. The offensive line will be great. Um, th- they'll suddenly be, I weapon. just want to know who you're arguing with. Give us one example, Ryan. Who's what? who's been the, the biggest cold li- stand. I mean, we, in one of the, all right. So at, at, if, if not both, but uh, in the cleave TA preview, I believe he picks them as a, a, a dark horse shot to win the division. Hmm. Uh, which is not I'm not the only person in the analytics community that's doing that. They're ta- because Sean, it's natural to want to fade Trevor Lawrence and that Jags team. Yeah. So how do you do it? Well, With the Titans. Not some people they they stick their nose up at old school grinded out <laughs> Derrick Henry football, and maybe they're not ready to buy in on the Texans. Who, by the way, Nico Collins looking ripped, ripped. So. Yeah, I, I, the Colts are not the team I'm going to take the shot at. I'm with you. I mean, Texans, Titans, I, I, I can do that. It's crazy because the other two teams besides the Titans, the Jags, or sorry, so Jags, if you're looking to fade, Houston and Indy, both have rookie head coaches and rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, come on. It's crazy. And you're getting a, and yeah. the pricing's not even, you're not getting like a discounted price. I mean, six to one to win the division? No way. The, they're they're shorter odds than the Rams. 
Uh, it's just a uh, just a statement. Yeah. In the vacuum. All right. Um, so you have six and a half wins under. What else do you add, Ryan? Yeah. No. I'm I'm on. I'm gonna take the last winless team with you. I'm gonna take Pittman okay. under the receptions. So Pittman under seventy five and a half. Yeah. At you know earlier in the off season, uh, we we did a little rookie episode. Okay. And I know some of the offshores are still dangling these guys, but I, I definitely think the idea of taking you can still take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young versus Anthony Richardson in just about any stat. I'm I'm pulling up the uh, the exact numbers right now. All right. So we we discussed uh, most interceptions. You can still get Anthony Richardson at a long shot probably because he's not going to throw as many passes. All right. Passing yards. When we first discussed this, we talked about Anthony Richardson as the long shot, but you can still get CJ Stroud. It's a three way market between Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. You can still get CJ Stroud at plus 165. Against the other so two? So fading Anthony Richardson there. And then the so you love the Texans so much. So it's not, you're you're but, getting but, a but Texans. It's not, you can't really, yeah, you can't really put that on this sheet. So. <laughs> Okay. I, I yeah, I guess I don't I mean I I would I like uh, someone threw out the under on the interceptions. Okay, cuz that's also So you, to your point if, if you plays, don't think he's going to play the entire time or to your point he doesn't get the pass attempts. Uh, you know, give me uh, did it, did you put fewest wins down? What's the price Four, on fewest 14 wins? to 1. To me this is the parallels between the Bears and this Colts team feel pretty pretty good to me. And if anything, I think you know the Bears might have had um, a little bit less to work with on the offensive side, but Justin Fields, I think, a much better, just at it, at his core player. So that concludes me shitting on the Colts. <laughs> and now for everyone's favorite pick, most likely DJN, aka who is going to get busted for betting on sports, either the betting on the NFL, betting Whoa. at the team facility, it's systemic on the Colts. I'll tell you one guy. It isn't. I know a lot of people think Gardner Minshew. He's like, a cool guy. He's a hippie. He's a hippie. He hangs out. Well, one, he's, he's into his music. And two, that guy lives in a conversion van. Doesn't believe in Wi-Fi, Ryan. If he is betting, yeah. he's doing it with his five G in his van, not at the team facility. So, so Gardner Minshew is not well, I do think he has DGen activity. He will not win the MLD and get busted for uh, betting online. Do you want to hear my yeah, I the wanna, player? I, I, I'm I have listening. The Indianapolis Colts player to win MLD mm. in the 2023 season, Drum Shaquille roll. Leonard. Really? Yes. And here's because the case he doesn't want to play with the shitty team. This guy, Shaq Leonard, figures out ways to miss games. He's also a hyper competitive guy. Mm, and who is well, think about this. When do you I'm make pumped. bets you shouldn't, Ryan? When you're sitting around and you got time to kill. When do you have a ton of time to kill? When you're sitting in the trainer's room getting oh. treatment. They're rubbing down his thighs. He's in the cold tub, checking his phone, scrolling through Instagram, looking at the shorties, whatever it is. <laughs> He's getting massages, and then oh, you're bored. You're sitting there. They they have those like electronics on your legs, giving you a little pulse. You're bored as hell. You fire it up. You forget you're connected to the team Wi-Fi. You put down a three-team parlay. Next thing you know, you're out of here. But you do win MLD. So congrats, Shaq Leonard. Who do you got, Kramer? Well, let's just say you played a position that wasn't being valued. 
Oh. And by wearing wow. and tearing your legs, you're wow. only going to devalue yourself while you're being paid pennies on the dollar, uh, aka rookie wage scale. By all accounts, Jonathan Taylor likes to have a good time. I did a little reconnaissance. It seems like he's at least made a trip or two to Vegas in the <laughs> offseason before. And he seems to be a guy that is at, at minimum annoyed. And if you were to like survey just based on me looking at guys getting reported or getting interviewed about the running back situation, who's most likely to like put a sign on a piece of wood and go walk in front of the NFL offices? Jonathan Taylor top of the list. Mm. So what better way to be defiant? Yeah. In a heroic way. Look at Calvin Ridley. People are excited that he's back. <laughs> They've forgotten that he was suspended for gambling. Yeah, and then he'll get a new deal, get some sponsorship. I like the I like the Jonathan And then Taylor. uh the last bit I'll say is that and I let me uh pull up the some uh Brian like ST with a bunch of numbers got a DM and said, "Look into Jonathan Taylor." Mm. Now I think it might have been injury or holdout related, but I took it as potentially deeper. So also saw him hanging out with Isaiah Rogers. Again, I did some Instagram. Uh, We're playing the X Files theme, and it's it's hilarious. If you're if you're online at all today, it's all it's it's all this stuff like, hey, the government kind of admitting uh, there there's aliens and all these people testifying about aliens. Meanwhile, my feed is just being completely blacked out with like training camp day one reporting. I'm watching guys in shorts, throw footballs around. Meanwhile, the government's admitting aliens. I'm like, ah, I gotta, I gotta read a, a fifth version of the Eagles uh, day one observations. Well, I, I'm my, the, the joke is in there somewhere, but I think the aliens were just the NFL players getting back on the field. <laughs> Doing freakish things, Sean. The truth is out there. All right, we got the best bets up on the screen. YouTube.com slash sports game and podcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. We got our MLD picks, aka most likely a DJ. And feel free to tweet us your MLD picks. If anyone hits one of these, you're gonna we'll definitely figure out a sweet prize for you. Gift card, hoodie, something like that. And maybe, maybe Ryan, maybe that's what we need, a MLD hoodie. Uh, in the merch store. We'll have to talk to Jake about that. I could see that looking, uh, looking pretty sweet. So again, who is coming up? That is the Las Vegas Raiders kicking mm. off tomorrow. Easy city to be a DJ. <laughs> Easy city to be a DJ. Uh, for sure. I'm sure we'll be uh, very kind to our good buddy, Josh McDaniels again, search sports who, if you're coming out for the ultimate uh, contest weekend, hit us up, let us know. Also our Patreon. Appreciate all the support you guys uh, dudes rock. It's uh, it's it's awesome all the support we're getting. Appreciate you telling a friend, spreading the word. Football is back, baby. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean. Second, the Money Green. He's Ryan. Sean, uh, before people come at us for saying accusing people of gambling and trying to ruin their careers, Jonathan Taylor is from New Jersey. Kramer, let it ride.